If you weren't expecting an early release other than Friday at 6pm, I'm sorry I have to post these episodes now. But I'll come back to my regular programming on Friday 6pm. So, enjoy the early episodes. I guess. Disclaimer. This show is a mix of both fact and opinion, with a sprinkle of comedy. If you're easily offended by opinion or comedy, or both, I recommend you click or tap out of this podcast and listen to another one right now. You have been warned. Welcome back to Glitch in the System, where we talk about problems and sometimes silver linings within the world of technology. I've been an Apple user since 2020, and from there I could never turn back to Windows or Android. The products have always been very clean and easy to use for me, and I'm currently using an Apple laptop. In fact, I have the 16-inch MacBook Pro from 2019. I use it to type out the scripts for Glitch in the System and produce it as a whole. Also record it. Goodbye Windows! Goodbye Android! I will not miss you! The reason is because of two parts. One. Windows is too bloated and Android is too slow for me. And two is that because the many different models for both Windows and Android devices blow my mind to the point where it's the other eruption all over again. And to my non-Filipino listeners out there, the eruption isn't too bad but it still affected the area around it. And believe me, I had to stay home until the ashfall ended. Anyway, let's get to the episode. We'll only be tackling two companies, Lenovo and Samsung. I know both of them make different things, Lenovo primarily makes computers and Samsung makes phones and technically other stuff. But I think these two companies can speak for any company that has convoluting models for the same kind of device, phone, laptop, otherwise. I'll start by clearing up one thing. Do you see Apple making different models for the same device? Yes. But it's just the iPhone and MacBook Pro. Yeah, sure. Again, they make the Pro, Pro Max, and the Mini. And for the iPhone X series, they made the XR, the XS, and the XS Max, but that's just about it. It's still the same iPhone, just beefed up. It's not that confusing, all you have is just one generation of iPhone, just separated by power capability at certain points. For the iPhone 7 and 8, the only models were the normal and the plus model. I'll admit, Apple is also a bit convoluted with models. But the iPhone is the only device they have on the docket for the smartphone market. And it's actually easier to just pick out an iPhone XR over an iPhone X because you know it's powerful. How about for tablets? The iPad. For music? The iPod Touch. For listening? AirPods. I'm not counting the Beats, they're a different thing. Beats headphones are at least differentiated in a sense. True wireless buds? Wireless earphones? Do you maybe fancy the Power Beats? There are two. The base model and the pro model. And again, that's it. I know there's more, but I won't get into that. Well, how about Samsung? You're in for a ride. Make sure your gas pedal isn't stuck while you overthink. Let's jump first to their phones. There's only five different sub-branches for the Galaxy series. I'd have more fun counting the many galaxies in the observable universe than look at the convoluted sub-sub-branches of the five different sub-branches of the Galaxy series by Samsung. No. That was in a tongue twister, why else would I have pronounced it properly? Anyway, the Galaxy series splits into five different things. The S series, Note series, Z series, A series, and the X cover series. Which apparently only has one phone on it, which is the X cover pro. That makes four this time. (sighs) Consider yourself lucky, Samsung. Now, 
We'll move on to the four different models that Samsung have released. I mean, why not just stick with one design for all of your phones? Or maybe just stick with one line of phones. I get that people need certain specs for certain things like photography, gaming, or maybe just portable office work with some like video editing. But why not give them clear choices like the Samsung Galaxy S20G Plus for gaming and the S20P Plus for photography? Instead, they branch it out to the A and the Note. The Note series makes sense. At least it has some way to differentiate itself from the different convoluted phone models that Samsung has to offer. But the A series? Why not just leave it out and keep the S series? I get it, some people can't afford stuff in the S series, so they make the A series. At least that's a cheaper option. Could they make this more confusing than it has to be? At least there's some distinction, but imagine yourself in a Samsung store trying to find a phone to buy. You find the S20 Plus and the A32. If you don't read the specs properly, you might get the A32 thinking that it's a better deal. But you just got yourself a mid-range phone. It's not scamming, actually. Oh, and I get why S and A are named that way. In video games, there are grades from S to F, S being the highest depending on your performance. And it's not A that's the highest. S is higher than A. Now I get it, that cleared up the confusion. Now we get to the tablets. Oh no, it's less of a mess thankfully. But now we look at the Galaxy Tab S and the Galaxy Book S. Now with the Tab S, you could connect a smart keyboard folio on it similar to how Apple does with their new iPads. But enter the Book S. That thing is a keyboard forever affix and the display is touchscreen. Why even have that on there? It's like you're selling lemonade but one option doesn't have the straw stuck on the cup, then the other has the straw stuck and you can't remove it. Cumbersome, isn't it? And here we go in the world of gimmicks. Enter the Z series. You know what they do? They fold. Like a flip phone. I've tapped into that in the previous episode. Why not just leave that the hell out and continue making the flat slab model? Yes, I use that term to call most smartphones these days. Flat slabs, that's it. I'm not going to comment on it any further. There goes the CEO of Samsung Nokia. I'll be, I'll be right back. You can't take me alive! I think they're gone now. Anyway, let's move on to Lenovo. At least they had the ThinkPad and... Oh no, they've done it too? Ideapad? Flex? Legion? That's for laptops, by the way. I'm not counting ThinkStation, ThinkSystem, IdeaCenter, and ThinkCenter. At least you have some way to differentiate from these four, yet again. ThinkStation is for professionals. ThinkSystem is for servers. IdeaCenter is basically like Microsoft's own Surface Studio or the Apple iMac. And the ThinkCenter is for businesses. But how about laptops? There's the IdeaPad, Legion, Flex, Yoga, and the ThinkPad. This whole thing thing at the beginning of most of Lenovo's computers really gets my brain to overclock and melt down, 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 Oh, what happened there? Everybody heard my mind. And no, I'm not gonna include ThinkVision because those are displays and they're a different thing. Albeit being one important part of a computer along with the keyboard and mouse. But now, enter the ThinkPad and the IdeaPad. We've been going inside lots of computers and phones at this point that I'll start seeing computer and phone components in my dreams. I wouldn't be leaking like a capacitor right now. I'll crash, 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 crash. Damn. This is the second time now. Anyway, let's go to the yoga first and... Oh, no. Between 2012 and 2014, let's split the yoga into two. The idea pad yoga 
and the ThinkPad Yoga. What the hell are the differences there? At least that split confusion ended towards 2014. And that was really stressing. I don't want to go back there again. Now let's go to both the IdeaPad, the ThinkPad, and Legion. That's actually three. I wonder why they named the laptop series the Legion. Are they gangsters now? Are they going to fire AK-47s at us? No. Actually. We're poker stick at the big brown bear of Lenovo's laptops. The ThinkPad. I hope I won't get my head bitten off while trying to get candy. Anyway, there are a lot of ThinkPad models. I've already touched on the ThinkPad Yoga. Prepare yourselves for this. There are four other ThinkPad models. Seriously, I said the ThinkPad alone wasn't enough to sell. Instead, they have to make this the ThinkPad Tablet 2, ThinkPad 8, ThinkPad Helix, and ThinkPad Twist. Seriously, I had more fun tying myself up while playing with three people in Twister after bloating my stomach with lots of lamp shots while listening to dance music on my AirPods Pro than try to wrap my head around these confusing models. I just can't bear to see these under my radar. For Windows, there's just too many options. Too many, I can't even count them anymore. Maybe hundreds? Maybe more. For Mac OS, there's only options for a MacBook Air Pro, Mac Mini, Mac Pro, and the iMac. That's it! I get that so many brands manufacture Windows laptops and that Apple is the only company manufacturing computers for Mac OS, but couldn't it hurt to at least stay with one customizable lineup for a laptop, then another one for a desktop, whether all-in-one or a tower? Some people have claimed better durability on a ThinkPad than on most other laptops, which are probably Chinese knockoffs. At least that gives you one option to narrow down, but with all the convoluted branches the ThinkPad has to offer for choices, it makes my head spin worse than riding a merry-go-round for 20 minutes! At least ThinkPads were the first to utilize the TPM and all-metal body. Now that can run Windows 11. But now we take a look at both the Tablet 2 and the ThinkPad 8. They're basically the iPad Pro and the iPad Mini respectively. Can they give me a break from all this? How about the Helix and Twist? They're confusing, aren't they? With the Twist, the screen is affixed to the body and you can twist it, hence the name. But with the Helix, you can remove the screen? This doesn't sit or sell well with me. I have no idea whether these are discontinued, so whatever I'm saying about these ThinkPads are all in fun and games. Next, the Legion. This doesn't confuse me at all, it's definitely for gamers and professional creatives on the go. If I use Windows instead of Mac OS, consider yourself lucky, Legion. You lot will try to find me, but I will find you first. The IdeaPad is fine, to say the least. Again, at least they gave some distinction. But seriously, I poked into the yoga twice earlier, but that was in the past, so I won't bring it back. All I can say is, the IdeaPad is not so bad if you need a Windows machine for school. One thing I can say to you is, stay away from the HP Stream 11 and save your life. Even though there are newer models with 4GB RAM and 64GB SSD, but for most users, 64GB is barely enough to store a lot of your work. I'm looking at you too, Google. You and your Chromebooks. I'll also touch on the resolution why 1366 by 768 sucks. But that's another story for another episode. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Glitch in the System. If you liked it as much as I do, give it 5 stars or whatever is the highest rating in your podcast app. And if you want to see more, definitely consider following the podcast. Add it to your library so you don't miss new episodes every Friday, 6pm at Manila time. I'm Arcane. I tell you to find a glitch in your system and fix it. See you next time. Take care.